0: Shlach is a parsha that uh, and Pashonim. and every person who actually reads it feels an immediate connection to it because they're aware of the result of the actions in Parsha Shlach and the miracle and the And it's more than just that the Jews have to wander in the desert or the Jews have to die in the desert. Uh, we realize that this is really uh, spells and as I'll spell it out a number of places about that the crying of Claudius Yisrael was interpreted as, and more than just the crying, but the crying and the complaints of Claudius Yisrael, the statements that they agreed at, it was really indicative that Claudius Yisrael cannot really get the to Yisrael. They really can't begin uh, God's will in this world, which is to have the period that we look at as Yemot HaMashiach, but was really palpable even at that point. Mm-hmm. So I think everyone who reads this says, wow, this is why we're in Golis. This is why things aren't the way they should be. And this is the reason why we uh, not only have troubles in Eretz Israel, why we're not there, and why you know, why the world isn't the, the world of Shleimos that we've talked about in, in other parashid. And This is really where it starts we talked in last week that or, that um, in Parshas Palosko we had the derailment right. of the train.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But here is where the wreck happens. This is where, you know, the train's off the tracks a little bit but still, like, going. Here is where everything really, mm-hmm. really falls apart. And I think everybody who reads that knows that. And right. But what, what, what I think is interesting is that Chazal tied this into the Chet HaEgel. Uh, Rashi, in fact... Um, says this Rashi says this here um, and that's if you take a look kind on of it, um uh, it's page 808 um, we know that Kar had to stay in the Midbar 40 years as as Baruch as, Hu said that it's going to be Yom Roshona that for every day the Maragdim were, were uh, spying the land, and by the time they came back, Karshpochel used that as, as a day of ownership. Well, we know they went it in the second year, so really they should have stayed in the desert another year, right? Because they left in year two, so they should have really stayed another year and a half or two years. Um, so Rashi says on page 808, as you can see here, the Shunni is shown at four lines from the bottom. Four and a half lines from the bottom. he says, um, When we say 40 years, we include year one. Even though that year is before the Miraglam happened, the Miraglam happened in year two. Someone pointed out to me yesterday that based on uh, working backwards from Tishabov, 40 days earlier from Tishabov would have been when the Maragam were sent, that would be approximately today or sometime around, right? right. So we're about, well, we're about 40 days away from Tisha So that's really, so it's eerie that we're talking about that day. Right. That when they made the eagle, the Zer had already thought, come to God's mind. Even though when we look at the the Ego, we see only the possibility, I mean, God says he's going to destroy Claudius role, Clearly, this is after HaKadosh Baruch Hu, um, accepts Moshe Rabbeinu's entreaty. there's not going to be destruction of Claudius role. There's still very much on the table this option of killing them out in the Midbar and starting afresh with the new generation. Mm-hmm. So Rashi says that this was already there in the makshav of Hashem. Not that I thought about it; it was there, registered, but it didn't come become a reality. Actually, say something. If you read the words of Rashi, Rashi is saying that Hashem is waiting; it's going to happen eventually. They're going to, you know, have a number of kill cool in here, and then this thought that it's already on the shelf now becomes of the plan. In fact, Rashi says, In fact, that's really what the Torah means. If we take a look, Rashi actually quotes the passage That's on page 500, I believe. Um, page 500, it says, um, Now, Rashi on page 500 actually says that whenever I punish the Jews Rashi take a look over there Rashi in the second column says uh, the fourth line when I will punish you for all the averis you'll do in the future that every time we get punished there's a little bit of chedah there dissipated like you know what's it called again when you uh when you want to take stuff off on your taxes, investment, oh, well, well, right? You 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 it <laughs> on the long run. You yeah. say, right? You take a devaluation, oh, yeah. oh, I know. I know. right? Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. The aim peronius is bo al So whenever any uh, any onish happens to bo stroll, there's a little bit of eagle in it. Rashi here says a different interpretation that meaning when there will be a day when I'm going to really come down on them, then I'm going to really, I'm going to download from this Chet. So, um, and that was, in other words, means I'm going to download, now issues going to come in. Russia says you can even see it from this parsha because it says that um, you are going to carry the burden of your sins, not one sin, of all your sins, meaning or two specific sins, and that's really my point today. Therefore, um, So therefore, it's going to be like a partial year, it's like a whole year, and um, of everyone that was twenty at the time that they made the ego, or alternatively, when they left Mitzrayim, but when they made the ego, so it turns out that really, um, Rashi says it clearly that we're talking about uh, a a onesh that comes from the Keta ego. I think that what I was thinking about was that the two Aveiras seem to be quite different. Um, they to both mind-boggling, I guess. But I think the cheta ego is one that, the question is how? And I think with the cheta maraglim, the question is, yeah, I mean, the question more is, not, again, let me put this in another way. The cheta ego is, how could this happen to people that are so, I think with the maragwim as much, I think we understand very well this other. Mm-hmm. I think, but the kind of, I think with the Eagle, we have a, it's incomprehensible. Part of it's because we don't know about the Zara. Yeah. Part of it's because we lack some of the spiritual shi'fot that the Cheder Eagle is, is 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 about. As we've talked about in this class, mm-hmm. like, it's hard to. But but basically, even though it was the Arev involved, this was in order to have a God, in order to really have a God that would walk in front of them. Uh, it seems to be more of a. Misguided spirituality uh, here um, in the Chet of the Meraglim. As much as you know, you want to dress it up. Ultimately, it seems to be lashon uh, hara and and niuts of God. Yes, over there you are right. I voted is beets and of God too. But still, here they're basically saying that. Um, um, they're openly saying God can't do it God is going to kill us this is just a cruel joke and it's really what they're saying if you look on page uh, 802 um, they say that 802 um, we should have died in Egypt oh we wish we could have died or maybe you know uh, uh, or maybe we should even die in this desert that going to go into there to Israel. Why is Hashem bringing us into this land? Mm-hmm. We'll just be killed horribly by swords, and what will be the end of our children? It's better just to go back to Mitzrayim. Um, that's not what they were dealing with with Eagle. They didn't want to go back to Mitzrayim with the mm-hmm. Eagle. Mm-hmm. They wanted to continue. They wanted to continue in there at They wanted to still, in a sense, okay, uh, you have to say they didn't want to throw God out the window. Mm-hmm they saw some way to continue dealing with God in, in their way mm-hmm. Um the Prashab this seems to be um, a rejection totally of God's plan right. whereas here by the Ego they say we can't live without motion we need some sort of we need some sort of representative to continue in our role in fulfilling God's will Totally misguided, and perhaps an element of Hodazara and Rishu's. Right. But here, again, it seems to be more, hold on, gone. We'll, Let's we'll, we'll just go back to Matai and, and forget right. about this whole experiment with God. Right. So it's, it's interesting. I mean, again, you, there are ways I know you could say, well, this is also trying to be spiritual and trying to come up with a different spirituality, not having errors to throw. It's hard for me. Again, I've heard these explanations, and, 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 and part of the reason we say these explanations is because how could they have ever really want to go back to time? How could they really reject Eretz Yisroel and, and obviously reject God and, and see God as cruel? Right. It must be that it was really it was really pounding in their hearts. What was really moving them was that they couldn't be, um, they couldn't live as a physical, uh, in the physical normal existence of life in Eretz Yisroel. You hear this a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a problem with that interpretation of the Chet, because it doesn't seem to be what the Psukim say. Right, right. And therefore, although the Chetah ego also doesn't seem to be the way I said it, but that, it was least about Elai <laughs> it was about God. It was, a, right. it, was, it was an embracing of a strange God, but was basically, they, they were going, okay, you lead us, Egel, right. and we're going to go wherever you say. Right, right. Whereas here it was... No, we're not. We're through taking orders. Uh, let's just go back to Mitzrayim mm-hmm. and forget everything that's mm-hmm. happened. Right. So I think that the two Averas are, are are very different. And I think part of the reason why we, we relate to the second Aveira is because we are less spiritual. Mm-hmm. And because we understand, hey, this whole thing's not working. And we understand what that means. Hey, maybe we're better off before. And I think, and, and, and what I think needs to be understood is how do these two averes meld together, uh, especially in light of what Rashi says. Rakhayim Hakadosh actually deals with this too, mm-hmm. um, and, and this really has relevance in, in many ways. Understanding how these two averes, because let's te- I want to do the Rakhayim inside, mm-hmm. and, and then. I want to uh, examine just one other point. Is this the actually the uh, huh? this is a year after the day. right? But the 20 the, of being 20 is 20 at the time you okay, see That's what Rashi. Uh, that's what Rashi said. A Rashi, page 808, <coughs> um, <coughs> the Pastor is once again iterates uh, who dies on lid po has yippu pigreig pigreig and the koptikudeham we go shana u asher how we sam alay so it sounds like uh everybody who's from 20 and on that was in some sense part of the complaining im a tent because asher nasosius already was asking sam bo Ki'im, So that seems to say that everyone who's 20, up and t- everyone who's 20 uh, from this point on, um, if you take a look at, um, at at the Archaim on page nun Bay, the Archaims are right there in front of you. He says... Why does it say I share how we know him Now so let again look at Pasophtas one more time it says um vocum spaergam libennisum short of amara I on page 808 and in Archaimth page nun bey is column 2 Circu daf cavanus omro asher hawi nosem It says the imra so what really means to say al asher hawi nosem because of what you did, the reason I'm killing you, the reason you're dying, is because of your complaining, then the word al is missing, first of all, it's missing a word al, secondly, it's clear, uh, from, chavov that, I'm sick of their complaining, um, and it's obvious that, that, uh, uh, we're talking about the aver of complaining. Why do you need to repeat that? So he says, "V'nira shakavonas advarmi watzat shomer Hashem ben esrim shana chosha yavinu shakavonas hadvarmi kol misha hayom ben esrim." You might think, like most people think, that it means anyone who was twenty at this day who could feed zenechol mecholag zera got misha yotzeim imitzrayim poches And obviously would include people who left Mitzrayim when they were less than 20. They became 20 at the time of the Meragut. It's from the time that these complaining has begun. Meaning, the ones who started complaining from when they were 20. Asher, that's the way you read this passage from the people that were 20 from the time that this this stream of complaints has begun it probably goes back to even before the Ego perhaps when they were mailing for the Mayim on the way out of Yamsuf it goes back all the way from when they left Mitzrayim <laughs> you don't have to explain the complaint once again. Since we're talking about the time that they were complaining, so we know that this is the time that they're complaining. You don't need to repeat once again from the time that they were complaining, unless it doesn't refer to this complaint and must refer back to the whole series. That's why Hashem says, this is, it wasn't just Hashem like a, a person of frustration saying, darn, go and print this is the tenth time this has happened. No, what this means is, is that you got, this is a series, that this has happened, and now all ten complaints, this punishment is really an outgrowth of all ten complaints. Ko esrim, It had to, been, you had to have been twenty from the time complaining began. Now, Now the Archaim gets interesting. Okay, up until now it's a similar track as Rashi. Rashi says that it, it was basically the people who were chote, who were twenty at the time it sees time or at least the time of the Cheta Ego. The Ruchaim is also saying that this onesh is a download from people who had begun, who are twenty, who began to complain when they
1: were twenty,
0: when they were 20 which was a year ago. But meaning that this is really a uh, this is really the, the punishment for a whole series. If there was someone who wasn't twenty at that time, he would live, even though he was as affected as the next person. Even though this person. At twenty, was part of the complainers, was crying, was upset. He wasn't part of the Onish. It was only someone who had been part of the whole series, either like Rashi says from the Chetah Egel, or at like the Rachaim from all the other complaining. But here the, he says something very interesting. The people who were in, who had sinned, didn't understand clearly what God meant. The Choshu Advarim Zera and they thought that, that the death that they were receiving was based on the Chet of the Meraglim only We know Chazal tell us that every night Tisha Bav night they would dig their graves and many people would die that night the people that had reached uh, 60. In other words, basically everybody died at 60. That's that's what happened. So, the um, he says. So, what does the Chazal say? Chazal say that they thought maybe they had made a mistake, and they tried 10, 11, 12, 13, and 14. Finally, when they saw no one had died by Tubaav, they made Tubaav a Simcha. That's one of the reasons why we make Tubaav. Why did they go till? 15th, because they figured they might have made mistakes in terms of the calendar, and somehow, five or six days, could, they could have been off. Finally, they said, you know what, we're not off. No one else is dying. They no one else is... What? They the full moon. they realized that, that, that they had... Uh, okay. okay, that's maybe a better way to explain it. The point is, is that oh, they made a simple chazak. I'm asked a simple question. I mean, they knew who was supposed to die, so why were they so happy? They said, "Oh, no one's dying anymore." What was this? What was their Suffolk? Obviously, the people who died were the ones that should have died. What was? It sounds like they thought others should die they knew that it was only people that were 20 yeah, well are times that the answer must be they didn't realize that it goes back to or back to the they figured it was pretty much localized with the Meragam so there were a number of people that oh we made it it, it wasn't just because of the Meragam um, yeah, actually if you go in the mix, according to the way
1: like the people that they were involved in Cheta was like one year before. That's right. So if you start counting from Cheta Egel, right, then 60 years is the including picture
0: of Cheta that's, right. that's right. That's right. That's the point, which is, which is amazing. Because there are people who seem to be prime for Cheta for, for Maragum, and they're going to live. And that's, right, that's what he's saying.
1: Yeah, but then it would go up on the people that they were 60 by That's right, it
0: would work out. Another way would come it's out. the first year, that
1: they thought they were over the... the that's limit. right. That's right, they were already sixty and a half or 61.
0: <laughs> right, they would be dying. Even though, right, it would seem to be, cut, right, it would be unfair. Hey, why are we For dying? We're already post-60. Yet, no, you were 59 last year, therefore you're dying next year. So you're saying there were already people that they sh- could have... Chaim is asking that they should have figured this out when a couple of people died who seemed to have been older. Those were people that were post-60 at the time of the Meraglim who died. Why did they die if they weren't in the... In, 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 right, right, that's a good question. V'u'ai k'igam Hashem Chaim says something which, 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 which is fascinating. He says, maybe Hashem said it, that it was not so much that they didn't understand it. Maybe... Hashem said it in a way that it was shkulim, hago, Sha'omer Dvarim beiz Drachim. Many times the words of God mean one thing or they could mean another thing. In fact, it depends on us how they are interpreted. Im zochu lo zochu it comes out a different way. we have a similar thing when our automation is told most the day you eat from the Hadas, you'll die. Hiskri Yom Stam. It says the day you eat from it. Tu Yom Oshel Adam. Tu kolomar Yom Oshel Akarech Baruchel. Eliph Shana. Yom could be two things. So really, it actually meant both things. Both things were potentially true. Adam Arishan might die the moment he sins, or Adam Arishan might live close to a thousand years. Kesha Asa Adam Tshuva. When Adam Arishan does Tshuva on really the day. That he sins, Hita Hashem, Kavana was So Hashem changes, or at least inserts the meaning. Hashem said it in one way; it was open to a double interpretation. Mm-hmm. When Adam, is Adam does chuva, Hashem says, "Okay, the interpretation is going to be a thousand years."
1: How, how, when did
0: he, did the it sounds like he did Tshuva. I on, on. I and w- you want to know? You want to learn up the Pesukim and see where do you see Chuva? Okay, I'm not sure one shot could be I'm killing you because of the complaint you're doing now right the other way to learn is it's people who have been complaining this whole time if there's Zoha then we'll go back to to how old you were at the time of Yitzhia's Mitzrayim, sort of, right? And if you're not Zokha, then even the ones who just even the ones who were less than twenty before the Chetah of Meraglim and became twenty then. Okay, what's going to be with the that says? Yedaber al Hamali hamalimim. That refers to most of the people, meaning that it was, this was something they could change up until the last year, and was not obvious why they're dying. They might have been dying because of the chetamiragim, and that would be everyone, even the ones that were less than twenty, but become twenty at the time of the chetamiragim when they saw that at an, a, a, in the year forty that nobody died. oh, it must be in yeah. It's funny time's leaving now, but Chaim's point is that there were other people that were that 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 wasn't so happy. <laughs> if 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 you go back to to uh, twenty at the time you see as Mitzrayim then you have people that are going to uh, die older and they die earlier. So he doesn't. Re- it would be a question on what Archaim is saying here. Archaim seems to be saying that this was one school's Qal Yisro had, which was they were able to push it back to be considered only from the time of Yisro Yisro as opposed to being 20 now. Okay. We went through this Archaim. I think again, com- in, in, con- in contrast or with Rashi, once again we're seeing that the skhus was to include it as a whole series and not to be seen as only the Chet of Miraglin. The question, of course, again, that I brought up earlier to Dr. Palak was, it seems that these are various, what is the, you know, again, according to Rav perhaps it's all ten complaints. According to Rashi, it seems to be um, the Chet of The Chet of Miraglin as we have said before I think this difference vis chedah ego versus chedah miraglim also is essential in understanding uh, the way Moshe Rabbeinu reacts clearly page um, um, uh, 804 where Moshe begins his uh, plea 804 plus a gimel is very similar to what Moshe Rabbeinu does by uh, the ego. Moshe Rabbeinu entreats God, um, and, and, and and we hear the 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 extent of what he's doing. Um, he takes a little bit of a different track, but it is similar of of of, of, of talking about the idea of Kiddush Hashem. It's still the idea of. What are the goyim going to say? What about the great plan that you had? Somehow, by killing the Jews, your plan in the world will be affected, and you're not going to achieve what you want. Um, but Omro Hagoyim on the bottom of page 804 um, is similar to what we see in Parshas Kisisa. It's it's a similar track, right? Rami Yomra Mitzrayim. If you take a look again, I'm in, um. That's what the Mitzvam are going to say. You took them out, but you killed them. So therefore, um, you can't allow this Chil Hashem to happen. The mitzvah are going to say, yeah, big deal. He was able to beat us and take them out. But you just took them out to kill him. Right? Once again, a similar track is used by Moshe when he says ve'amra goyen asher shom on page 806 it's a similar type of argument um midtati jehovah asher rovi sa'am az va'midvar on page 806 is similar to page 496 where he says paro ohtiam pro harogo sam pretty much the same idea. So Moshe operates with a similar tack. Uh tack. Which is a where did you make the main argument to take it out of your book? Okay that's that's on page four um that's on page five hundred, I believe. Right. All right. Supposed you see this is Well okay. Moshe you, you what you're asking here is Moshe's on level two over there. On page 500, he's on level two. He wants real kapora for that. Right? He wants real kapora. Uh, he's already, right? Um, so, we said, again, that would be an investigation of the cheta, of how Moshe pleads. But he's, he'll be operating on different levels there. Uh, on, on a basic level, though, he starts the same. Um, What's interesting, and this is what the Ramban and the Rakhaim deal with, is that when he comes up with taking out the Yud he has a shortened version here that he doesn't have in by the Chet HaEgel. In the Chet Hashem actually tips him off on what he should do to get true Kapora, uh for Kwa Yisrael. And that's on page 508. Vayav HaShem um, Alpono Vayikra. Hashem actually calls it, as you can see, right? Vayavar Hashem alpana, Vayikra. In fact, the Rachaim mentions the sheet of the Rabbeinu Nisim Gon that says it's Vayikra Hashem. In other words, you read on page 508, and Hashem called out, Hashem keo Rakum mechanun, erach hapaim hakesvim, again, notzor chesv lofam, nozor mefesh vatov, and hakei That's the way to do it. And if Moshe Rabbeinu absorbs that and is able to 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 emanate that back to Hashem, that is what uh, will lead to slicha. Right? It's almost like Hashem here on page eight hundred and six. We have some of the Midos there, right? Hashem erech apayim or no se'ovon lefesh and not keilu yinakir. Poke it over and voila, baniem How many? First of all, Hashem is only once. Erek apayim is there. Rav Chesed is there, MS is not there, right? Uh, n- also, it doesn't mention what it mentions uh, about notes are Chesed al Alafin. It doesn't mention uh, remembering the Chesed of the Ovos for the children. doesn't mention that either. Uh, he doesn't mention any schusavos here. Uh, For anything, it mentions It mentions Hashem as remembering the sins of the fathers and not to, in other words, to dissipate the sins, to have the sins be extended to the sons, but not to remember the schusim. So, what the Ramban says, the reason why Moshe gives you a shortened version here is because he knows he can't win. He knows that there's no way he's going to clear the books. Moshe already realizes that he cannot invoke like he did in the Chet HaEgel. He can't invoke all the Midos, Ramban says, because first of all, um, he can't mention Sklusovos, because the Ovos are the ones that lived for Eretz Israel. A Merida in Eretz Israel is therefore marida in the Ovos, so you can't mention uh you can't mention that he's noser he can't mention, like he does in the Egel, Lavron, uh, right? He mentions the Ovos. Right? Doesn't he mention the Ovos over there? Right? He mentions the Ovos by the Egel. He can't mention the Ovos here. Because the Ovos, if you moderate an Erech, if you don't want Eric to throw, then it's a disconnection from the Ovos. It would be like the, the person who uh, throws himself, kills his parents, and throws himself in the mercy of the court because he's an orphan. You can't go ahead and say the schus of my poor parents when you are basically killing them (laughs) by disconnecting from Eretz Yisrael. Therefore the Rabban says he couldn't mention the schus of us. Similarly, he couldn't mention emes either. Why? This is a powerful statement the Rabban says because (laughs) emes means they should be killed. Emes is this Avera is so palpable and understandable that the emes dictates. The cheta ego, emes meant they should live because part of what the problem with Chetha was was the madrega that they were at was a madrega that was unreal the madrega that they were at was almost asking for them to sin they weren't at that point able to they weren't ready and they weren't able to really absorb what it meant to live with God and have God they needed a process and the Feta egel, the MS really was that they, sh- that they should be forgiven and that they shouldn't be destroyed. Whereas the MS here, the Ramban, it's a very powerful statement in the Ramban, the MS here was is they should be. So I, I, Moshe can't invoke MS. He can't invoke Kosovos. He can't invoke MS either. Uh, because of that, Moshe knew the best he can get here is we are going to die. It's not going to be an immediate death. That much he was able to accomplish. Because that would be a chilu Hashem. If they would die immediately, then you would have a by midbar that he just had to kill them because he couldn't bring them into Eretz Yisrael. But if they die uh, over 40 years, oh, that's natural. It doesn't necessarily seem... And by that time, the world has changed enough that... They, you know, why, were they, why were they wandering 40 years? You know what? Who knows what God had in mind. The truth was, like Moshe Rabbeinu points out, Everybody else knows how close you are. There's a cloud. You're taking, you're protecting them. Yeah, it's 40 years. They're going to die, but there was, you know, they died in Club Med. I mean, they died, they, they died being protected. Yeah, they died, but they died with the man taking care of them. They died with all the comforts. It, was, it, was, it wasn't that they died horribly. It, of course, it was scary to go into that grave, but not everybody knew about that. But the, the public relations was fine. That Moshe was able to get, and Moshe was able to obtain the fact that the, for forty years, Kuala Yisrael can make peace with the idea that they weren't going into Eretz Yisrael, and their children would live their life for them, and that would be enough time to come to terms. That was the best Moshe could come up with, and Moshe knew that was what he could—that's what he was able to do. Well. Well, they actually had their. Fa- I, I, I disagree. I think actually the fathers. There was probably very touching moments where the fathers said, "Listen, don't again. You know what sins that we did. It's everyone knows that." Do
1: you
0: think uh, the, fa- they the fathers. The fathers are able to actually be the guides for their children. I will not live in Eric's You oh, will live for no. me. Go live for me. I can't think. Of, it's almost beautiful to think about it. How the parents would say, "I know that I'm going to die." and we know this we've seen it every tissue love. and I'm not hoping to live I'm hoping for you to live and I want you to gain the lessons you got here and take them into Eretz Yisrael for me and every child that would go into Eretz Yisrael would actually go galvanized by what his parents had said to him what his father had said to him because the women it doesn't seem were really part of the of era. anyway the women would live it was the fathers that would die and the fathers were the ones right. the, the wives lived So, the fathers, the ones that were in the prime of their life, uh, they were the ones that were able to make peace, to come to terms, and really give the charge to their children. That's what Moshe was able to... According to Ramban, that was Moshe's gambit. He felt that's what he would be able to do, and Hashem actually responds to that. That's what the Ramban says. This actually sets up, and I mentioned this last year, this sets up Parshish Korach, because this is where Korach is able now to attack Moshe. Uh, he says, uh, the question, of course, is raised. If, he's, if it's really about the nasius, if it's Korach who's really upset that he didn't get the position, those positions were given out earlier in the Torah. Why is it that Parshas Korach follows Parshas Shlach? And Ebenezer and others say, well, it's not in its place. It's really, it's, it should have really happened earlier. The Ramban says, no, it's beautiful. It happens after the Chet of the Meraglim, because now Moshe is, is, is at his weakest point. The Ramban says that had it happened earlier, Moshe, they would have killed Anybody, if any Nobody could have been a rabble-rouser against Moshe Rabbeinu. But there was a tremendous sense of disappointment in the beginning. And Moshe didn't take out all the Yud-Gimel and Moshe didn't respond the way he did by the Cheta Ekel and eliminate the Onish pretty much. Here he sort of settled for this compromise and that's what gave Korah the, the strength to approach. That's the Ramban. Um, we have a lot less. You're just die. You're right, they're all fighting. They're all fighting over. Well, Levy didn't. Levy was going to make it, oh, yeah, right? right? Levy was going to make it. To see what they were like. Right, Levy was going to make it. But you're right. It's oh, you're, they're arguing within like a bubble. It's like within this bubble of, of, of here, who should be in charge? right the battle lines it's, it's, it's surreal because they know most of the people know they're not making it to Israel mm-hmm. most of the rabble rousing is among people that aren't going to live past 60 anyway aren't going to live but within these years this is what they were arguing about this is what they were pushing the point is Carp was able to get quite a bit of support from all the people who were disappointed the motion didn't make the play so what am I what am I trying to I- I- talk about here again the Chet Egel Moshe was able to react one way, but the Meragam, couldn't. Now, the Rakhayim disagrees with the Ramban. The Rakhayim feels that Moshe did try to, to get them in Teretz Yisroh alive. Now, he has to deal with the, with the Ramban's questions. Ramban's question is, hey, why didn't Moshe Rabbeinu use all the yud So here the Rakhayim says... Um, on page you at page memches. Um is, is goes on a point the Ramban doesn't, which is, why does Hashem say on page 806, why does Moshe say, Adonai mm-hmm. Kasher Let let Hashem's Koach be great. Um says, where do we see that Hashem becomes great here? Um also, the Rachaim is bothered by uh, Kasher Di Barta, Lamor. Where do you have Lamor? Lamor is usually what is said to Moshe to tell over to the Jewish people. You don't say to Hashem, Kasher Di like you said, Lamor. When, when did he ever say it? And what does the Lamor mean? So, if you take a look at uh, page Mem Ches in the Rachaim, at the bottom of the first column, okay, he says, um, with such an Moshe, but taina nishmas, Moshe actually comes up with a smart uh, with a smart way to argue with God. We know it's a great if they all die now. It's even greater if we let these people in... Eretz you talk about Kiddush Hashem I mean you thought it was a Kiddush Hashem allowing the Jews to live after the Ego. can you imagine the Kiddush Hashem it'll be if you let them come into Eretz destroy even these sorry guys they they already are so scared because of the margm of how hard it 's going to be, how strong the enemy is. the of, and even though you 're dealing with a bunch of crumbling little scared little weaklings, even them you 're going to bring it there to and get rid of them uh, get rid of the goyim Hashem won 't that be a great kid to Hashem? The Oashher dibarta. like you said isn't that what you said when you said send them remember you said that I'm giving it what did that mean I'm giving it what did that mean we can't understand how Hashem gives us it doesn't make sense on on a strategic level that we should have it it's a fact. It happens. It can't be interpreted logically. By the way, the Ramban and the Rakhaim also disagree as to whether sending the Meragam was something positive. The Ramban says, that's the way you've got to do it. The Rakhayim follows Rashi, and you see that here too, that getting Eretz Yisrael is so beyond human ken that... It's Asha ni we don't understand how we get it. Therefore, you don't need, need Maragwim. The Ramban says it's all done with a, 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 a combination of we and Hashem. And that's expected. And the Ramban has a whole bunch of proofs, which I can't get into how we refute them. But the Ramban has a whole bunch of proofs that sending Maragwim in itself is positive. He disagrees with the Rabbi. And Yeshua also says it. Right. Yeshua Moshe Rebbeinu himself does it. He disagrees wholeheartedly with Rashi and the Rakhayim. Rashi says this was wrong. This was a lack of a Muna. The point though, I'm trying to make is, is that the Rakhayim says, you know why it's wrong? Is because getting Eretz throw is something which you can't understand why it happens. Therefore, if we bring these people in, uh, that will be a greater sign. We bring these people who are totally unready, totally unfit, who are scared out of their wits, and we give them Eretz Yisrael. Boy, that will show the idea of how Eretz Yisrael is connected. So again, you see from the Rakhayim that he's trying to explain that Moshe Rabbeinu was attempting to bring them in. He was trying to do what he could. Um, Again, he has to deal with, and why doesn't he mention the Gimel olmidos? Here, he basically says because some of them really wouldn't make sense here. But it's not that Moshe Rabbeinu was trying for a compromise. Okay, what is the what comes out of this argument? I think that again we have to understand in light of the Chetah Egel, uh, according to the Ramban, the cheta Egel has already. Uh, this is this is something that that can't be comparable to the chetah ego. This is something where the chetah ego kapara was possible. Here, true kapara, complete kapara, was impossible. According to uh, the Arachayim, however, it could have really worked. That even though this chet is fundamentally different and in many ways it lacks. The uh, excuses of the Chet ego, especially if we know that the Chet ego the actual ovedim were only a couple of thousand, and here there were more people involved. Still, Moshe Rabbeinu was, went with the with the with the supposition that he could get Kapara completely. He wasn't successful. Hashem really didn't. Res- it wasn't successful, and Moshe Rabbeinu actually thought that he could. No, wait, that's he a good point did. so therefore Moshe is more desperate here in fact, yeah they were right there he's right
1: there and they still want to go back and start over there they, they, they
0: think he's missing he's lost and uh, all of a sudden they, they get all these mm-hmm. thoughts that they needed you know, right. you know, in right. fact Moshe Rabbeinu was the angrier one with the Chet HaEkel right whereas here Moshe Rabbeinu um, is upset about what's going on but he's not so therefore you think Moshe Rabbeinu feels a little more guilty here he
1: was right. Right there, they were, still, they were still... I'm trying to say that this was even a tougher... Psychologically, as you said, the first one there, maybe they're not, not ready to... at uh, this lofty... Maybe they use right. this symbol of angle, and mm-hmm. they're missing Moshe's so kind right. of circumstantial. Mm-hmm. Here, they just simply didn't have a moon. They just said, you know, we cannot... Even though we've seen all this, even though we've come mm-hmm. this, this right. far, we cannot take care of this... Motion, feel that that uh, you know I have very little excuse before mm. he said I wasn't there I came you know I was shocked when it came down to so that maybe okay so mm-hmm. Hashem
0: yeah. basically gives Moshe a pass here too he says I'm going to build Kalev's role from you the same way he is by the Chetah Ego mm-hmm. I think. Well, he doesn't I, argue with the people is he, he, he gets a report from the from the
1: Bible, and they right. argue right. Kolev argues the Yeshua and prepares his clothes.
0: No. no, but that's a good
1: Moshe's point. So he
0: right away to a shepherd, way. Right away he to but, uh, Gary raises a good point. Why is Kolev the one who's, who has to quiet everybody and say, hey, um, we can do it. Why is Moshe, it sounds like Moshe's quiet here. That's a, it's a good point, too. Uh, the Rahim, by the way, learns that, that how Kolev got them quiet was saying, hey, let's hear what Moshe has to say. That's what it means when the Pussick says uh, on page um, um, uh, page 802 Moshe. Let's hear Moshe. Moshe has something to say. Here. Let's hear what Moshe has to say. Uh, but we don't hear Moshe's words. We just hear Kalev's words. Even though he's getting everyone quiet, like George points out. On Pesach on page eight hundred two, on the bottom, Vayipol Moshe Bar and Alpanayim was made Kol Koladas in Eretz They they daven, but like Gary says, it's almost like they're sort of like submissive. They're like, well, we're just going to daven. What can we do? Um, so the who uh, is Vayomru on page eight hundred four again? Not Moshe. It's obviously Yeshua uh, and Kole that are saying. If Hashem, right, in born to Hashem, the Hedos on we could do it. Well, everybody going against it. <coughs> right. In the Right. 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 because, um, uh, they were motion. Right. motion, and they complained about them. So they couldn't, st-
1: they couldn't really, uh, out they were
0: complaining about them. That's a good point, too, you're saying, that they were, that it was... When you are the object of the complaint, you're sort of like stuck you can't you have, you have to have others speak for you. Um, I mean most people I don't know if everybody follows that usually when people, people come to you yeah, you should be able to uh, I wish it was. An
1: Right, but I mean, but okay, for himself, he didn't have to. Yeah, he didn't have to uh, fight for himself, but he should have fought for Israel. and said, hey, we can do it, we can do it. Why, you know,
0: we, why, I don't care what you think about me, but we can get into this land. But it's clear that uh, uh, Gary, your point is a good one, and Moshe is quiet here. I mean, we don't hear again, even with like the Arachaim, the Kol saying, let's hear what Moshe has to say. Mm-hmm. Moshe talk. Right. The Torah doesn't tell us what Moshe says. Um. Torah doesn't say he obviously said something but the Torah doesn't tell us what that was Um, we hear Moshe on page 804 getting the complaint Um, I this in school
1: um, it wasn't you didn't say um, on the school Moshe he said uh, you know what else he did okay that's Rashi that's what I'm saying the
0: Rahim is a different shot than Rashi Rashi says that he was able to get them to, to, to bang on Moshe some more maybe that's why they were all quiet for him if you take a look on, again, it's really not such, an, it's not such a big argument with the Rashi, but the Rakhayim says that he was trying to, um, uh, to to get everyone to listen to Moshe Rabbeinu. That's on page Mem Gimel. He says, page Mem Gimel, the fourth copy, he says, the Yehuda it says, how does how was he able to get everybody quiet? Kehu machti kom el Moshe, the Yehuda ki Moshe Melech, chsaviv <laughs> b'shur Melech, ule emaso shosku lishmoa shayomar. They were so scared of Moshe Rabenu, then they'd be quiet. Oh, What's Moshe have to say? Okay, v'omar alu now levi rash nosa, but we don't know what really it was that Moshe said. Uh, what Gary's pointing out is, well, you know, again, we definitely have, a, have an issue here. I think another thing which which might be is that it sounds, if you take a look later in Sefer Dvarim, as if Moshe understood that he was, in a sense, included in this Gezerah also, right? Because remember, that's what he says in Sefer Dvarim when he talks about uh, this Chet. If you take a look, which is on page... On 944, we actually see Moshe saying what he said, which is left out in Parsha Shlach. 944, Pesach Koftes. I said to you, don't be afraid. Hashem will fight for you. Uh, right? Didn't you see all the miracles, like George was saying? He saw everything. Here's Moshe's, un, what was left out of Parsha Shlach, is here on page 944, what Moshe did say. Um Hashem is doing all this that stuff for you.
1: See
0: here it says in other words, any kind of meaning that you that that was the central flaw. You didn't right. believe. And on page nine forty six, we say Hashem heard what you were doing. Um be his napashem. Pasakalam and Zion. Big right. Lalkh and Zion. Biglal khad? Yes. Now Pashib Shad seems to be as a as an offshoot of the chet of the Maraglim. Right? I also, Gambi Yisanaf, right? Hashem was mad at me too. Look at that, Posach sign Gambi Yisanaf Hashem Beglauchem Leymor. Gamatavosov Ushob. So it sounds from here that Moshe Rabbeinu was also affected by this Gzera. That this Gzera, now again, how does this jive with Parashat Chukas where it sounds like Moshe Rabbeinu was only, it was only determined from the time of of the of, Chet of, of the right? not here. Here it sounds like Moshe Rabbein was also affected personally by this affair. Right. Gambe says, I was also, Gambi it's true, it's because of what you guys were doing, but it was all part of that horrible scene of what happened. And that's part of the reason why I'm not coming in therapy Yisrael. So, um, again, I'm, my, my question really is here is to really understand uh, the two aveirot, uh, and to put them into perspective uh, what one does and what the other one does I think to understand uh, to understand this and again I will, maybe we'll, we'll continue next week when we deal with Parsh more. more um, I think to understand this uh, you have to understand uh, another thing and that is we go back to this lack of amuna that, that George was talking about, that Moshe is was talking about it's clear from, from Hazal that, that Kolev and Yeshua needed protection. Otherwise, they would have been swept, co- swept up. What would they do if they swept up? It really... It, Moshe has to daven for Yeshua. Kolev, Rashi, Hazal tells us has to go be on keber ovos. The even goes so far to say that the reason why Kolev was Zochet to such merit of having the Chevron and to be given such prominence here, the opposite interpretation than most people the term, what does it mean, Ruach HaKeres, HoYuSebo? That it doesn't mean that he actually had the Nesoyim, that he had the spirit within him to do the Avera. Here ruach akhirah, I said Normally, Tuvi, you understand that Echolah was a great uh, he was a great spy. He actually fooled the others to think he was with them. But Ar-Khayim says that he wouldn't have needed kever ovos, he wouldn't need the skus ovos unless he himself was being dragged into the Avera and he sensed that he was there about to join them. Um... That's on, if you take a look, the, that's, the Rakhim says that on page,
1: um, you know, that the, Shabbat, this whole level was laws uh, that they were arguing that it would be at a very high level of the... Of the okay, but hang but on, but that, that answers the question on, on Yeshua. It, 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 he sure wanted to, want to idea, go into Eretz ok he sure didn't yeah. have
0: but again I, I'm not going that style yet right, uh, George exactly. because I think I, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm not ready to accept that that the uh, that the Nisoyen was because it was really a frimkite right, not, right. not to go into Eretz Yisrael you look on page Nun Aleph in the first column he says Masha'en Kain Kolev 15 lines down in the first column the evil spirit started to, 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 to bang within them he really started feeling it the proof is you see that he went and, and went to the Kever even though he has sutraakara in him, total far care than usually you usually think, right? Right? There's a big song, of Potter, a very popular song they all sing now, right? Ki bikolay nasati, right and escabron, hi ruachacheris, hi ruachacheris, hoisabo, right? But the Rakhaim ones, that Ruachacheris is something evil. That was the Ruachakheris that would would have been along uh, wrong with the Maragua. The Abo became Valiakarai, Pieroshishumakarutsono Yuzborach he still persevered There's diktik loma badera gazawa and right so who so what's interesting here is, is that what was this great saying Now, george is saying that we've already heard many times that this was really a spiritual uh, uh, a spiritual thing to want to stay and to, to, to say that God wants to kill you means not that God wants to kill you and God hates you but God is better to be with God without having to live like a normal physical human being in a land and setting up a society it's better to live in a midbar where we're just running to our all day and eating mud that is what I heard since I've been 12, 13 years old in yeshivas you hear that Terence I, I've heard that my whole life and, and it would be hard again I'm not trying to just say something different maybe it's true but it doesn't sound like that from the Pesukim. so we have to understand I think what was this what was this great Nesoyon uh, that, that was again doubly shares that Moshe Rabbeinu was aware of this Nesoyon right Moshe Rabbeinu daven's for Yeshua he's aware that this could happen
1: why, why was he I mean would he, how could you think that these great men would just... That's exactly out. the point.
0: That's exactly the point. Moshe knows that this could happen to them. Moshe knows that, like Hazal like, say, Ba'osa shok, Sheer Rashi says they were Sheerim. They might have even been great people up to a point. Um, but,
1: but they feel so miserably if this wasn't, I mean, if that's not the explanation, but like, how, how, could, how could they be so, because they were afraid. Today, enough people <laughs> are...
0: It's just no, simple.
1: So afraid mm-hmm. so
0: afraid. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 you know, last year when I spoke about this, I said that this is one of the partials that everybody puts their political flag into. Uh, this is one of the partials that, and I, I, I'm afraid, George, to go where you're going and say, well, look, you see, people don't want to make aliyah, people are afraid, people are, this, it's all an extension of the kind of I think very, it's very easily. Used and abused, the chet of the maraglum and it's parcelled out to to, whitewash, to to really not whitewash, but to really paint people with this brush. Oh, you're, this is just a head of the maraglum. You hear it a lot, especially from Israelis, and, and I'm not ready to accept that. I I, I, I know that this is something that uh, was was you know it, 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 I heard the bone away speech
1: from the person who was here that you know, they called. Uh, so, you know, went right. you know, back there and destroyed the his last speech to is, so sure is the last thing he said before he left he says, he the kind of to, there to that's why Moshe was to go there to because when
0: he never had the Moshe snap he
1: never had the Moshe snap because when they looked when, when it's told they said Mitzri so Yisrael said who, who helped you he said Ishmitzri he helped Ishmitzri which means he was a very he was dressed up he was Egyptian so Moshe doesn't say that Moshe says no I'm not an Ishmitri. No, I'm a Jew I'm a Israel I see he was, he was very comfortable to be mistaken for, uh, you know, mm-hmm. for Ishmitzri, and he said, you have to be very proud, and you have to have Mr. Slefesh, and that's, that, that's the kind
0: of, of, of Jew is also to go to... Okay, anyway, there, there is a Chazal like that. You're right. There is a Chazal like that, but I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of being, being used just as uh, something political. I think this is something that, that goes much deeper than that. Um, uh, clearly. So, again, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to sketch here some connection in order to figure out what this Havera is and, and how to really get a handle on it.
1: But clearly, they were afraid. I mean, just as they came back... And, and also, was was Leleva'am, um, right. They were very, very afraid. Mm-hmm. They came and they
0: figured we could do this. Mm-hmm. So, the, um, there's one more piece of, there's one more piece of Rahaim, which, again, maybe we should leave for next week. But, you know what, I'll just say it now anyway. Um, the Darachayim uh, the is on uh, the piece of, and this is of uh, a very problematic Rashi, uh, where it says "Vayelchu vayevo." On page eight hundred, "Vayelchu um, vayevo el Moshe el Aro This is part of this story yeah page 800 so the problem is they're coming what does it mean they left they left and they came so Rashi says that oh really it shouldn't say vayelcho the reason it says vayelcho here is to tell you that the yavou of their coming l'hakish be lubiyosun be b'etzirah meaning that this actually is a sign of how they left for their trip the fact uh, for their scouting mission. The fact they came this way, you know, they're ready with the peros, ready to, to a- exaggerate, emphasize, use a little bit of the truth and then distort it. This is, was, this is an so that they had even when they left. Of course, this is very problematic because we said they were chair. We said that there was a choice. How could it be that they actually, even in the beginning, went with an eitzah raw? So the Rakhaim has another interpretation. I actually think the answer to that question is you have to know what Eitzah means. Eitzah is different than Chochmah. It's different than Tvunah. Eitzah, by definition, is when you don't know how to address a situation, that you're in the dark. The Gemara says, Minayin right. Right. Eitzah A person is blind when you give him an advice. The Eitz is for someone who doesn't know the land. He doesn't know the situation. He doesn't know how to deal with what's happening. And you give him a direction, a, a sense of how to deal with the unknown with a hunch. An Eitz doesn't mean that they were already planning to take fruit and lie or, or emphasize and say, God, this is horrible and the Hashem is going to just kill us there. An Eitz means they had the wrong way of dealing with the unknown. The wrong way of dealing with what they didn't know. It was an Eitzhara. It doesn't mean that they already had decided that they were going to say something wrong. It means that their attitude, their way of dealing with, with the difficulties of, of what was going to uh, in front of them, which is what they didn't know, was wrong. The has a different interpretation, though, of what it means, why it says Vayeucho. I think this might be a key to understanding the Chet, understanding the difference between the two Averis, and how the two Averis are the same, the Chet Ego and the Chet Maragum. and how they're different, and how they're how they are somehow welded together. If you take a look at this Rakhaim, it's on page... Um, it's on this prosic, which is on page... Um, Page Membes. Second column. Obederech Remez is Bayer Omro, by Yeochuba Yavo, Alderech Omramza, or Balea Sod, Ki Odom Godel, Kishi Yustamen. Oh, I it was my wife. yeah, okay. He <laughs> knew it was a wife, both <laughs> <laughs> right, the way the door opened. Okay. for Now, we know they were great. We know they were chosen. We know they were recognized. And Was it a lie, everything they've done up until now? All their accomplishments and what made them distinguished and made them leaders is that they're now going to do an Aveira. That is going to change alter the history of the world they 're going to be killed out they 're going to be the synonym of, 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 of just of, of being anti-god how could that be something left them what does it mean Holhu. They were about to come to Moshe to do the Avera. That would change history. That would change them. That would change their lives. That would alter everything. mehem They weren't, in a sense, the, the, all that holiness that they had done in their lives, everything they've accomplished, in a way, was removed up. Then, Oaz Vayavu. Then they came. Now, is this a cop-out? To me, the Archayim is saying that basically every avera needs to be understood. Every time we do an avera, is that, you know, basher Husham, do we judge a person where he is at this moment? What does that say about what you've done your whole life? I mean, here you are, the person that really made a difference in the world. You weren't tired you did tzedakah. You did chesed. You did great things, and all of a sudden, you're doing this averus. You're being chot in this horrible way. Who are you? What are you? Every single person has to ask themselves that question, and many people can be depressed after they do averus because they say, "Well, this is who I am. I'm this Russia, and everything I've done up until now was not true." Right? That wasn't right, is it? Me? Who is it? The Rachel says, "Al pisod, a person is really in many ways like Rizigal was mentioning before. His neshama is, is 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 in a way with him and not with him. We build our neshama through our life. The Rachel talks about that a lot, and it's a reality. But the power of avera, the power to do sin, is very strong, and when it happens. It pushes away the, all those the madragas that you have and it doesn't eliminate them. It doesn't mean you weren't that person. Elisha ben Avuyah was a great Tana and yet the Gemara describes the most disgusting way that he becomes Acher. That he finds the zone and he finds the harlot in the street and he, and he wants to pay for sex from her. And in order to obtain that, he actually is Machau Shabbos, right? He rips up uh, something from a garden in order to pay her. He's Machau Shabbos. And she says, You're right, Acher, you're someone else right now. Yeah, ben Avli is still in the Mishnah. He's still in Pirkei Obos, right Ovos, uh, right? What, what does that mean, right? What that means is, is that it isn't all about. You know, we we'd like to think that life is a clear progress on a road, and the Bnei would be similar, or the maragum or everybody. And uh, you see, this is what you're at. This is reveals everything. Anyone who's been alive for a little bit of time knows that's not true. You take a look at Nixon and I'm not saying that that Nixon was a great man but can Nixon be judged completely totally on you know on, you know, on Watergate or on his lying or, or this there were you know as a person or anyone is a person really the product of the avera that changes their life and that's who they are yes the punishment was there but what they were able to do was a reality The neshama, that greatness can't be with you. That great neshama can't be with you when you're doing the Avera. You're right, it's impossible. Those people that were Zocha to the Oros of Emunah and Yamsuf could not have been the ones who actually sat there and cried they were the same physical people, but that doesn't mean Jordan, you were saying, well, they, they saw Messias Matraim, Kriyas Yavsav, they became Bali Madrega of an immense level. Yes, that's true, but that doesn't mean that that's who you always are. The Kolach of Aveira, I think that to try to explain the Aveira the way all the Yeshiva people explain it takes away from the Koach of what the Yetzirah is, and what the Averas are. Yes, and this is really the dichotomy. We do become great, and that is great, and that's to be extolled, and that's the door, Hadea, that's the door we want to become like. On the other hand, when they did the Aveira, it was a real Avera, it was an Aveira Gomorrah, it was an Avera that was horrible, that, that, that killed us, and that changed history. How did that happen? Every single person, when he does an Avera, in a way, loses although not for good, it's, it's nostalgic from him, and it remains something that was part of your life. You can always go back to it as something concrete that you did, but at the time you did the Avera, it doesn't, all that good stuff wasn't contained in the act of the Avera. All the madragas that you were Zocha in weren't what actually did the, the bitwi, that actually spoke the Loshon and did the Aveira itself. That's gone. Those oras are basically somewhere above you. They're not really functioning now. Um, again, it's, 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 so what happens? So when you do tshuva, you actually return back. You try to get those madrekas back that you had. Everyone has had some greatness of soul. Either when they started out, when the came back, well, that's what we try to, to go back to the way you deal with a person who's done an Aveira is to really remind him of the greatness that he's accomplished that he's able to do not to dwell on this act of what this act has become yes it's important to know why you need to try to go back because of what this Avera is what was the great uh, what was the if, if you want to say like George that it was just pure fear that it was just pure fear of a lack of a of, that's one thing. But, but, but I think that basically what it comes down to is that when they're in Eretz Yisrael and they're seeing what's going on, it's in a way easier. Like we saw to give up, not just to, to, to give up everything, to give up, to give up on having to make those decisions. It isn't so much a frumkeit, is isn't so much a kind that they want the spirituality of God. What it is is saying that a fear of the unknown, a fear of, of having to, to live as a, as a unique individual, a fear of having to find their own path, all that stuff is scary. It's scary to be a human being. It's scary to have to make your own destiny. And in a way, um, it's scary to sacrifice it's scary to know that this is going to call for sacrifices and for death and for losing stuff and for change. I, I'm not saying that what they wanted was spirituality. What they wanted, they didn't want to take the... the, the what it was was they didn't want the, uh, the danger of having to live as a baal and have to really make those choices to make those sacrifices. Um, I think that that was infectious even to someone as great as Kali Kali felt Collie felt that. I think that this is mm. it, was, it was it was the type of thing that they could really they could really overwhelm you. Um, well, you Um an argument
1: against spirituality because they didn't say we want to be spiritual. I said we want to go back to the triumph. was not spiritual. No. right us right. to the didn't say that. Yeah. The people said yeah, that people said that. Uh-huh.
0: So Gary is like saying that maybe the Maragum were different than the people. Although said. the Maragum were killed right away. Yeah, right. The yeah. were killed right away. So, so I think, again, bad. I think this Arachimus is, is a very important one in terms of, uh, of generally what Aveiros are. And Aveiros have to be understood as, 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 as not defining. Because otherwise, you say, well, how could you ever do that Aveira? How could somebody so great do something. Truth is, is that we are different people every moment of our lives. We are different and yet our lives are true. We are different today than we were yesterday. And yet what I did yesterday was reality. See, we like it. We we live in a fantasy where you are who you are this day and this is just one big linear progression. And that way... I, I, you know, people that are riding a wave could say, "Yeah, this is where it's all going." That's—it's an easy way to look at the world, and it makes the world make sense. But that's not what the world is. We have Yochanan, uh, we have Acher, Yochanan Cohen or Shana, Nasat And yet, his takana, his takana was what—the takana the, of Dmai, takana—the whole. The, uh, the Rambam counts him as one of the. People were the great Baal Yet, what was the end of his life? The end of his life was a tzeduki, a person who basically didn't believe in the kedusha of Tahrosh HaMalpeh. Hello? That's the person who's one of the Baal There's a Homosechta for him. the d'may is, is, is an outgrowth of this man's thoughts. So what does that say? What that says is, is that people are vehicles or instrumentalities for, for holiness. And that doesn't mean that it necessarily, that there is this line of progress. The Bnei throw were Zoha, the tremendous matregas, and they are the Dor HaDeya. But that doesn't mean that this Avera, in a way, destroys all that. The sephira doesn't destroy that. This avera of the Miraglim and the Mene Yisrael, Gary, and their crime, was a mandro- was really vayelchu. It had left them. It left them. Now it was it was rekindled again through those forty years, and, and it was rekindled into into the to the children. But you're right. This is, we have to make terms with that. It's part of our problem that we can't understand it. And part of that problem is because we don't want to accept it in ourselves. Part of the reason why we ask this question so strongly, hey, how could they do this on is because we have our own sense of progress, the way we develop as human beings. And therefore, we can't comprehend. No, we, the problem is that we, we, we're, we're operating under a fallacy of the way we live. We like to think that everything we do is the byproduct of everything that's happened in our lives. We want to make a big, neat package of it. The point is, is that if you know anything about the nature of genius or anything of the nature of creativity, you have people that did their best work, their most creative work. Their purpose in life was established. Like Einstein, really, the last couple of the last 20 years of his life was just out there, right? Even though everyone came to him for AIDS's and he was the big Baal Chochma, he never... Ever ma- he never matched what he did in his, in his youth, in his 20s and 30s when he came up with these great theories. The same can be said about many geniuses and many great people that for some time in their life they were this great instrumentality of something that was real and that changed. And I think that's really part of what we have to come to terms to in terms of, of the Chet The, the Chet is really about it's really about the, the 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 anguish that that really, not the anguish, but really the the the, the, the this, what am I looking for, Ach, the, the the disappointment that really accompanies every person in life, disappointment of losing the Madreig, of not be going out, right? right, not going, and again we we attempt, right, we go on a seniors tour, right, Arnie, right, you know. He, he's never going to be that way again, right? He's never going to win. People ask, why does he keep on doing it? Arnold Parmel, he goes back. He was the greatest golfer, You know, remember, of course. But you remember, Arnold Parmel this great golfer, and yet he keeps on at it, right? He's still trying because he loves doing it, right? He loves doing it. But on the other hand, people say, well, you know, this is so horrible. He's, he's, he comes in last every single time, right? And he still goes, and they're still letting him play. There's an, we all have this attempt to say, well, I want to go out doing what I was. I want to continue. Ooh, I maybe one last thing. That's not the way life is. Uh, people that are shleimim are able to do that, are able to build like a Sula. They're able to have like a Sula, Mutzavar, Tzad, Roshamagiyah, Shamaimah, step by step, madrega by madrega. But Kral people at a are not like that. Um... Obviously, we want that. That's really what we'd like to, but the reality isn't always that way. So I think that, that if that's the assault of the, the Cheta Maraglim, I think that maybe we can understand um, the idea of, of, of the two Averas. That one Avera is, the Cheta Ego is really, there are really two sides. The Cheta Ego is not being ready for the Madrega, Eleona, that you have not being ready, and therefore you just couldn't deal with the, the madriga that was superimposed on you, which was the kedusha, The kedusha of being up there and hearing the word of God, having to carry within you this great neshama. You can't do that because you're not ready to make that work within practical reality. So therefore you, you, you aspire to some sort of spirituality that you can put a, your handle on, which is like an hill. Here the point is, is the chet of really not being able to... It's not, it's not being able to sustain that spirituality that you have and basically losing it. Like, it just dissipates. It dissipates. It's something that you accomplished. Chal Yisrael, within that year, you had accomplished something. In a Muna that was something. In terms of Hasuga of God, that was something that was imposed upon them. God, put this in my drink You are now Malachim and sadiqim. You now understand God. They can't deal with that, and therefore that Chet was not being able to come to terms with this Kedusha that they had. Whereas here, it was, it was basically, they had earned it. They had become Maminim. They had followed, they had learned the lessons of the Makos. They had stood at the Yamsuf and become Yamuda. They followed Hashem, and those were real madregas They were kona, and when we think about that, we go back and say, "Yes, we want to be like the door who left." Right? Ah, that door had this moment when they were maniates in Hashem, where they reverted back. Yeah, well, that doesn't mean that that wasn't real what they did before. That was that they they they, they were they, they disappointed that madrega that they had whereas the ego was the madrega that was imposed upon and they weren't able to, to, to institute and to make real and, 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 and make alive here it was the Madrega that they had already earned they weren't able to build upon it they basically became human beings and changed they were altered yes it was a tremendous event that scared them and the, 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 the facts were hard the facts were there on, on the surface to, to be scared about But really, the chet comes down to uh, the normal human failings of... The the, the problem with what I'm saying is why didn't Hashem give them that chance? If I'm right that this was normal human being behavior, why did Hashem seal their fate? That's really what's difficult in this. If it's true that this is what... You know, every normal human being goes to these ups and downs and has these things where, the, where, he, where he falls, why didn't did Hashem give them a chance? Why didn't Hashem allow them to maybe because find that?
1: Because it was that? Sort of like a medium, it? They, didn't, they really didn't want to go.
0: So they didn't want to go. Because it, was, so because it was authentic. It was authentic. They
1: but again, the, what I'm authentic. saying
0: is, is that a human being isn't, is, is authentic for that moment but has a possibility of, of, of change. And that possibility but changes in because a
1: way, in a way they didn't it. wasn't like they were wiped out because if consider the life expectancy, s- there were forty years they lived. Forty years they were in the mid by the way it was a very well, ra- well Rashi says
0: no one died less than sixty. Right. So everybody got to, got to go to sixty at least. Right.
1: So in a sense it wasn't it, it was another you know there's a continual uh, like trials and tribulations and you weren't ready kind of message you you chose it wasn't so on. bad to go out at 60 that way
0: right well we right. understood
1: but it, then, then the they I said okay wait wait okay, okay. I, I, see, I understand now
0: let's go we're going to go we're going to go with the yeah. yeah and then, then, they, uh, yeah, right. then, they, then they so, so they it. tried to repent but it they didn't he didn't accept it well I, I like what George George is saying that really six, I mean dying at 60 in the mid I mean listen they saw Yitzhi Yitzhi and they saw Yom they right? They were. And they died at sixty. No, sixty is you know it's not the it's worst life. It's not the worst life expectancy, exactly. right? Exactly they weren't so. That they created
1: fifty-eight. 58. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.